107. I am PJ. Wookie's not in this episode, but I'm here talking to Eric Yearwood. Hello, everybody. How's it going, man? Good, good. Thanks for having me back on. Um, yeah. it's, uh, I'm happy to be here. Awesome. Yeah, you've got yeah. a new project coming out we're going to be talking about here. Yep, I've got uh, a project called Saber City, which is a uh, sort of multiplayer AR and VR game for Oculus Quest and iPhone. And uh, I'm in the process of kickstarting it right now. So uh, I'm excited about it. And uh, looks like a lot of fun, even not just to play, but to make out of your videos that I get playing here. <laughs> yeah. I always wondered the process with that. Like, it just looks, it's kind of like, you know, some people with cooking, it's more fun to make than it is to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for sure. It's been uh very it's been very fun. Uh it's been challenging for sure because we have you know soon there will I'm sure like start to unfold some APIs for co-location multiplayer local multiplayer. But uh you know, I've built this game with my own co-location multiplayer solutions and wow. local multi mul local networking between oculus quest and iphone and so it's been a lot of you know i like i'm like an artist i like to create stories assets all the things but i've just done a ton of engineering on this thing so there's been a lot of like you know headache in addition to the fun so, but it's uh but the fun sure. has been very fun awesome mm -hmm. yeah i can tell you like just with our new space like i I don't do any programming or anything. Wookie does a lot of it. We had some help from Tab Games and and Garage Collective, and but Wookie like spent five days straight just like getting to this point, like all day every day. I I could not do that. <laughs> so I'm, again, I'm always impressed by developers and people like yourselves that just like I'm doing this and just jump in and go for it because I it's a lot of work. Like you said, yeah, a lot but... of headache, but the payoff is awesome well you guys have done a great job here this is super fun it's, it's great to to uh, see your new space and uh it's awesome that you got the video playing here behind us um and uh i am excited for you because there's a lot of different possibilities uh yeah. to have some really neat conversations and experiences in here yeah much like yourself for constant work in progress and adding stuff but um yeah it'd be neat like one of our goals like just for your your uh saber city here mm -hmm. is to have like some point bring in assets and like we could hold your weapons and pick them up and just show them off and <laughs> yeah no that's that's a really fun idea yeah. um yeah uh that's great man well gosh it's been um it's been uh i'm excited to talk more about saber city and uh later but like last time we talked was was it in the middle of the pandemic or a year and a half I, ago maybe or something yeah it's it's been almost a year i think yeah uh-huh time flies yeah time flies um 
and uh it's cool to see like can you tell me a little bit about like um some of how uh vr verdict podcast has developed like do you feel like um things have um your audiences is uh you've gotten some fun kind of correspondence with your audience and listenership and interviewed some cool people like uh tell me what's been the highlights for you last year last year um well just going from an audio only podcast like we were talking about earlier um into vr when we joined spatial ape that was just like blew my mind and then mm. um spatial ape they're trying to rework their things they're going open source doing a lot of work so doing the podcast in their space wasn't really an option so we kind of just took a break um going back to audio only didn't really feel good so because mm -hmm. being in vr and seeing you know just the simple avatars we have at the moment like you can see hand gestures and all that fun stuff so it just makes the conversation so much better mm -hmm. so totally we just decided to get something else going and got it got it up and running but um yeah just talking to people like you like just hearing the work and time and stress you guys put into it because mm -hmm. i'm just i'm a i'm a gamer mm -hmm. um and wookie obviously has programming and all that kind of background but just hearing stories from developers that and hearing all the hard work and stuff um as a gamer i'm my main thing is to convey that to other people who use the games and apps and experiences because i hear it all the time from other people like as gamers like oh this game's cool but this sucks and how come it takes so long to do this and why isn't this option here it's just like you don't have no idea <laughs> what mm -hmm. it takes <laughs> for sure yep so yep yeah we yeah. just love hearing everyone's background and and the fun stories about development and the struggles and it's just super interesting hmm. talking to solo devs to big team people people that have a big team it's just it's insane like how everyone's story is so different yeah that's for sure true it's uh it's interesting when i will and see people on twitter or see people on reddit or other social apps and uh i'll see something that they're doing that's similar to what i'm doing or more impressed or whatever and then i i learn like look into what they're doing and who they are and then i'll see oh this is a team of like five people or ten people or something and then other contexts where you see something is super impressive and you're like, oh, that's just one guy. And yeah. uh, it's, uh, the, you know, the landscape is increasingly complex and increasingly interesting. So uh, I, I know what you mean. I'm both like a developer, but I'm also a fan. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah, like, uh, like yourself. Yeah. Um Again, way back when you joined us the first time, you were still kind of, I think Space Wizards was either, had been out a little bit or was just coming out. Um, mm -hmm. So how is that still up and running? How's that going? Is that yeah, a... thanks, for, thanks for asking. There's been some cool updates with Space Wizards. So first of all, <clears throat> um, Space Wizards, just for the people out there in the audience who don't know, uh, Space Wizards was a web series that my, uh, my cohort, uh, Greer Dill is a very uh, is a very um, great animator. He made a web series called Space Wizards Must Die. Uh, if you get on YouTube, you can check it out. And it's a four part mini series about the Space Wizard Sorpheus and his trusty Squire and their battle with the evil entity Gamaga. And uh, I'm a comedian. Um, 
and in addition to being a VR developer. And so he had uh, me and, and another uh, comedian that I work with a lot, Alex Myers. We did the voices for these animated characters he created in this animated world. And then I said to him, look, if you've got these 3D assets, then uh, they look so cool. They're stylized in this sort of like retro future sort of way. I said, let's put them in, a, in a, the VR virtual production like app that I created. And then we can have a live stream. We can puppet these characters live. So we did that, and we've been uh, streaming live episodes on a Twitch channel called Planet Scum. <laughs> uh, Planet Scum <laughs> is a group of New York, mostly, comedians. Uh, they've got about 6,000 Twitch followers, and um, they do live streams. Mostly, it's uh, you know comedians, video, com- video of comedians. Um, video podcasts or whatever but these uh we the space wizards episodes we've done have been uh really successful got a lot of viewership and um so we're con- now we have a monthly show on planet scum and uh that's cooking and meanwhile nice. uh <laughs> the web series for space wizards has gotten into a few film festivals so awesome. um Space Wizards, the web series, it got into a festival called Slam Dance, which is like the off-Broadway version of Sundance. Um, unfortunately, both Slam Dance and Sundance, they take place in Park City, Utah, and they were both canceled because of the, yeah. the uh, Omicron variant sweeping through in January. So that was a bummer because we would have liked to have gone out there and talked to some film industry folks about you know, making... Space Wizards into a TV show or something. Uh, and then it's also, it just got accepted into the Florida Film Festival in their wow. VR and immersive uh, category. So we've got both the kind of animation side of Space Wizards cooking, and we've got the live stream, uh, VR live stream cooking. And uh, it's kind of like, um, you know, uh, uh, we want to continue to build out the app so that we can have viewers join us in a more immersive way as we're doing the live show so nice. so yeah <clears throat> yeah wookie and i caught the first one together um mm. way back when and i mm-hmm. caught a couple after that but yeah you guys did a great job including the audience and it was, it was just fun you guys were kind of just um well i don't know if you have scripts but it seemed like you're kind of just working off the cuff ad-libbing and stuff it was pretty neat yeah, thanks. Um, we are we know each other because we have we're improv comedians in New York at a cl- uh, com- comedy theater called Upright Citizens Brigade, and awesome. so um, <laughs> improvising and doing improvised comedy is really like what we love more than anything. So uh, v- and VR is a great uh, medium for that, and yeah. uh, it's increasingly becoming a better medium for it. Uh, I don't know if you know. You, um, you have no doubt you guys have done your due diligence uh, for a long time exploring VR comedy. Uh, but I remember, you know, three, four years ago or something, you go going on to alt space, there'd be like improv comedy nights in alt space. I mean, surely there still yeah. are, but, yep. but it was like kind of painful just because multiplayer at that time was so buggy and the timing of everything was so crappy. And, um, now we're finally getting to a point where you can do it in a more realistic way. Yeah. Yeah, it's, 
there's a lot of uh, options like that out there. Just um, you got to look for it. So when I, when they start getting more mainstream, it'd be really neat because it is it is really um, there's nothing like catching a comedy show in VR and ha- you know having the comic up there and it's just especially during like a pandemic setting when you can't really do much. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, do you know, I mean, you know, it's kind of like um, VR right now and some of these like apps and experiences or, or even just like shows on different social apps, they are tucked away in these niche spots. Yeah. And so I don't really, I mean, um, I don't definitely don't have an exhaustive list of interesting things that are happening out there in the wild. Do you know of any offhand like um, VR comedy things that, you found to be interesting yeah and um i'm really bad with names so when you put me on the spot i'm not going to be yeah. able to think of it oh but, no uh, I'll, I'll throw them in the show notes here yeah there's there's a group uh, and i had we had a gentleman on there on the show from this group and i can't remember his name or the comedy group but yeah there's there's options out there mm-hmm. um I do know REM5 Studio, they're kind of, um, they're based out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. It's kind of pretty close to where I live, so I've been up there. They've had a couple comedy nights, and, you know, they have props and stuff and a stage. It's really neat. Like, they have local talent that pops in and puts a quest on and does their routine. And you know. So what are they, like, doing their quest inside the, the club, and then it's projected behind them or something? They just, it's straight up in VR. Like, there's no... Oh. I see. Yeah, it's kind of okay. just like how we are right now. They're just in there doing their okay. bit. <laughs> um, you know, are you familiar with um, uh, Failed to Render Comedy Night? That's the group I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've done some stand-up uh, on Failed to Render, their uh, comedy night in alt space. I think that they now have a uh, Horizons night as well. But uh, Kyle, yeah. the guy who runs that has been super hustling to make that kind of a go-to place for comedians to do comedy in VR. And uh, he's done a great job. There's some like really funny people that show up uh, whenever he does it and um, on a weekly basis. So it's cool to watch that grow. Yeah. I've caught a couple of those shows and it's just, it's just a good time. It's so many funny people out there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but you know it's funny too though because uh VR it's such a unique medium and um like I think that the vision of VR is l- sort of one where in like concept it's y- y- just the real world 2.0 you know and there's a, mm-hmm. but in its current form there's a lot of things that are not the same as the real world uh where you don't get the same kind of experience that you would have um so for example uh, i've done in some of these fail to render comedy nights that i've done you know you go up on stage and uh you're telling jokes and people aren't necessarily laughing like or <laughs> are where they are and they're muted um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they're muted for good reason, because like, you know, you could have somebody in there that's like, you know, hey, screw you or heckling you or whatever. Um, yeah. If you're in a real comedy club, then uh, there's some accountability for somebody yelling in the crowd or whatever. And, you know, you can boot people in VR, <laughs> but uh, but it's just kind of weird because you're telling jokes and then you're seeing like emoticons, you know, yep. or whatever. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and that's like not definitely what stand-up comedy is 
in the real world. So there's, uh, you know, things are constantly evolving, but you got to kind of like craft or adapt what you're doing to fit what uh, is possible right now. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the REM5, the last time I was there, they have the emoticons, so you can kind of laugh if you don't, if you want to be muted. And like you said, yeah. with good reason. But uh-huh. I, can't, I can't imagine as a performer, like, you feed off the crowd, so I don't know how well the emoticon feeds your... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it definitely doesn't hit the same, that's for <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, you know, and also, too, like, but it, what's cool, though, is we're just scratching the surface, both in terms of, like, crowd interaction and the possibilities there, but also in terms of what a comedian can do in VR is, like, you know, it's one thing to stand up and tell a joke, and that's never going to go out of style. But to be able to stand up and tell a joke, and the punchline is like the world changes around you. Um, yeah. That's something that, as a comedian who's also a visual artist and a developer, is an exciting possibility because, you know, comedy can be three dimensional, and um, that's never, nobody's ever done that before. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. It's still still in the exciting stage of like, what's what comes next? Like, just creative people like yourself. Just what what's gonna, what's someone gonna come up with? Like, if you're on a stage telling like your story and and your and your bit, and then like you just involve like the environment and stuff. Like, either it's sound or visual or whatever. It's who knows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unless you're a prop comic, I bet you it's it's pretty sweet to be a prop comic in VR. Where you can just hit a button, spawn whatever prop you need. But <laughs> yeah, no, well, you know that's kind of like a, when I was performing uh, a lot in the clubs in New York City. I because I I am a visual artist. That's my background and training. I like you know went to the school, of the Art Institute of Chicago, and studied film and video, but also like sculpture and whatnot. And um, so. When I would perform on stage, I was that guy a lot uh, where, you know, a prop comic and um, sort of. So all this is like very appealing to me, the possibilities of it. Um, (laughs) But yeah, um, I don't know, like as a gamer, uh, like I, 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 I'm curious, do you check out? a lot of new VR games? Like, do you play many VR games or is a lot of your kind of like research and your contact with the VR gamer space through (laughs) kind of observing what people are posting and content on Twitter and stuff like that? Yeah, it's... I think I found a good balance, but when when we first started having guests and things, it was rough because I try to play at least like an hour of every guest game ahead of time. that gets to be a lot. And then yeah. I also don't want that to affect, like, I enjoy playing games. I like to spend time in games, and I don't want that to, like, carry over and ruin that for me. So I, I'm i pretty honest. Like, I mostly find the positives, but I do give, you know, good feedback because obviously developers want that. Um, but if I find a game that I really like, like, I'll stream it, I'll play it, and enjoy it. Um, thankfully with VR, well, it's kind of a two-edged sword, but thankfully most VR games are kind of short, so I can pretty much get through one, you know, fairly quickly if I, without rushing. So it's a little different mm-hmm. than normal gaming. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I, I'll check out all the guest games or apps or experiences, but then I also do, like, I play a lot of um, 
just straight up VR gaming on my own, like one day of the, my weekend, that's kind of all I do. I just make sure I get to enjoy it because I like it type of thing. Mm-hmm. So, What's been your fave, like, VR game, or, you know, or like, what, because, you know, I spend so much time working on my own games that I don't get to play as many other games. Yeah. Are there any things that you're like, oh, this, this is truly head and shoulders above it? Some of the other things I've done, or or maybe not head and shoulders above, just like a super fun take on something. Oh well, like just for example, my all-time favorite VR game is Asgard's Wrath. Um, mm. It's just excellent. Like the the quality, the the way you play, you can play. Um, um, perspective is my favorite thing in VR. And that's one game where you can kind of go into God mode and really mess with the world and look at things as mm-hmm. like a diorama. So it's really mm-hmm. neat. But then it's also very similar to like a Skyrim type of game where you're exploring and there's just a lot. Like that's a long game, like a 40-hour game. So, mm-hmm. But then on the same point, like um, games like uh, Ancient Dungeon, I really enjoy. Um, Demio, we play a lot of Demio. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Zenith, actually, the MMO that just came out is very enjoyable. Mm. I've we've been working on our space here so long, I haven't got to play that for a couple weeks. But I was playing it like every day, all day for like the first two, three weeks, and I had played the betas and alphas like six times. So I started from scratch like seven or eight times in that game. <laughs> mm. Uh, why? Because you mean when they would release a new version of it, you have to start over? Yeah, they didn't want anything to carry to the actual full release, so you weren't like level 40 by on day one type of thing. No. Yeah, (laughs) that makes sense. There's there's so many good games, like um, Ragnarok's a fun game, and it's a good workout. Um, Mm -hmm. Gorkasm, Dave the Dev's been been on here a lot. Um, He's a good guy, and Gorkasm's just a fun um stand up uh shooter where you're traveling in a mine cart through space mm. shooting and dodging oh, things mm-hmm. yeah i just love all the different style of gaming um but what really blows me away is when we have a guest on that their their app isn't a game it's more like scientific like uh now having said this i won't be able to think of any of them but mm. when it's more like um scientific and i'm trying to remember a good one it's just not really a game it's more of an experience or like something else to help with um like therapies and stuff like that um yeah i know if what that you makes mean. sense yeah yeah i mean there's uh things like on um the uh oculus uh store that are like i, I saw one advertises like you can, or maybe with side quest, it was like talk therapy, like, or, you know, if you need help mm-hmm. to talk to somebody, you can like kind of some sort of therapy type thing, or, you know, there are medical use cases. There's a million yeah. different things that aren't games. And, uh, yep. you know, I, it's fun and interesting to see it all, uh, kind of expand and, and change. Um, but, uh, it's almost too much to keep up with, you know? Oh, yeah, it's insane. Yeah. Every time that the um, Oculus uh, conference or whatever you want to call it, even though it's been virtual for the last couple of years, 
uh, rolls around, they remind you of the top line mission statement for the entire thing. And it's essentially like a new era of computing where, mm -hmm. uh, in, you know, spatial computing. And you realize that it's not just like a video game platform. It's truly an entirely new way in which people relate, interrelate to computers. So, yeah. um, yeah, there's so many different avenues. Um, I think my all-time favorite one is um, like anyone doing art. Like Rosie Summers is is amazing, yeah. talented mm -hmm. person. Mm -hmm. She's been on the podcast, but uh, oh, Wookie cool. and I sat in on one of her classes, and she was doing like um, not the Narnia paintings and stuff. Uh, uh -huh. She just drew drew the armoire and then opened the doors and pulled the, you know, and we're just sitting here watching and then you're in Narnia and she, it's just amazing. Like, again, I said, uh, scope and perspective is my favorite thing in VR and she can, she's drawing this little dot and then just pulls her arms apart and then you're in the world. And it's just insane. Like how fast uh, she can throw something together is mind boggling. Am I wrong in that? Is she in Ukraine? Um, uh, I think she's I saw... in Australia, if I remember oh, okay. right. Oh, I thought I saw something she posted about being in Ukraine. But um, yeah, no, she's super impressive. It'd be fun to talk to her. It's cool that you've uh, connected with uh, people like that, that are these sort of like, uh, you know, VR, Twitterverse stars, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's so funny because it's like, I forget how sort of small the community is in a way. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, there's a million users, VR, there are million, there's multi, multi-million VR users out there. But in terms of like, sort of this like, kind of world of like VR devs that are also, you know, sort of like adjacent to, I don't even know what you want to call them. They're almost kind of like influencer <laughs> developer type people. Yeah. Um, there is kind of like a, a an ecosystem of them. And so... Uh, yeah, it, I feel like it's been fun to correspond with some of those people. Um, yeah. It's uh, remind me that the guy that you did that uh, did your um, environment here. He, he he did the samurai game. Uh, so yeah, Justin from Tab Games is working on um, Samurai Showdown or Slaughterhouse. Sorry, I always say Showdown. Right. It's Slaughterhouse. Um, he built the groundwork for here, but um, Surreal from Garage Collective. It's all his assets from his games. Um, okay. Uh the uh Samurai Slaughterhouse guy, that's the black and white one, right? Yes. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that looks awesome. You know, I almost that guy had some complimentary to say about Saber City um yeah, I saw on <laughs> social. And I yep. almost uh I, I should have reached out to him because I got a um one of the gigs that I did this past year was there was an a show on a TV show on FX called Shogun. I don't know if it's out yet or not, but it's a samurai show, and they reached out to me um, because I'm. I also I do a lot of work, um, like motion graphics work and virtual production work for film and TV on the side, and uh, they reached out to me to create a virtual reality walkthrough of a set they were designing. Oh, nice! And it was a huge uh, city, like a feudal Japanese city, with all these pagodas and stuff. It was really challenging because. Their uh, architects and um, designers, they design, you know, super detailed models 
so that the people that are building the sets know exactly what to put where, but it's certainly not optimized for a game engine. So right. I had to do a ton of work uh, simplifying this thing to get it operable in a, on an Oculus Quest. But um, I thought about this guy who made Samurai <laughs> Slaughterhouse because I was like, oh, I should connect the dots between these two people. I wonder if he could offer them something in this like samurai world he's building that would make their heads blow off so oh um, yeah, yeah he sure could <laughs> yeah it's funny when you know i mentioned rosie was on the show and you're talking about the community like that's one thing that blows my mind with the podcast just the willingness of everyone like rosie um tommy palm from resolution games has been on many times um mm-hmm. all these big people i never thought i'd talk to i just happen to reach out and they're like uh of course we'll come talk about stuff it's just Mm. mind-boggling and um like justin from tab games we have uh we call it a dev roundtable every the first friday of every month in our space where we have like a group of five devs we all we do is sit here and talk about crap and they kind of share and help each other with Mm. problems and stuff and it's and everyone's always invited and whatnot but yeah it's like everyone in VR is so amazing. Um, I love that. I've had the comments of like people, like other podcasts, like VR podcasts, like, oh, they're kind of yearning me. I'm like, no, they're my friends. Like, um, let's talk. Yeah. Oculus guys are great. We play games all the time. Um, Skiva, his undying love for Neos and the willingness to p- take people in there from between mm-hmm. realities. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's insane. Like everyone's just like, yes, let's hang out. Let's do this. Let's play. <laughs> you know, it's, it's mind boggling. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, you know, that's one of the things that I have to remember for Space Wizards because, uh, <laughs> you know, Space Wizards <laughs> is that I work with guys that are coming from film and TV world and um, the artists and collaborators I'm working with on that project. And that is very much a um, kind of curated, manicured sort of mindset where you want to produce a show that is buttoned up and you don't want too many variables that you can't control when you're showing people a a show so to speak but a podcast is part of the fun of it and part of what makes it unique is that it's sort of like anything goes in a way um i mean you know there's rules you're having a conversation with people but uh when it comes to making a compelling vr podcast uh i think that there is a mix between creating something that is interesting visually for the viewer to consume but also make like facilitating a social hub um yeah and i think that that's where like the like when as far as vr influencers the are concerned in order to like become successful you've got to it's going to be about who's coming to your party basically yep <laughs> so that's uh something that is kind of like an interesting thought experiment because um you know like it's kind of like ready player one right it's like mm-hmm. uh if you're if you've got a world that you've created and it's just you and like your buddy or whatever like it may not matter how funny your buddy is um if like everybody doesn't want in on it so yeah. um I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, well, uh, is it okay if I chat a little bit about the 
Saber City and kind of like where things are at with that. And uh, yeah, we probably should. <laughs> yeah, that that'd be great. Um, yeah, so I can't remember if I uh, mentioned uh, if the Saber City was kind of like a something we had discussed last time I was on the podcast or not, but um, it uh, initially. Uh, was kind of like a sort of a different game. It was like a a game that I published called Quest Draw AR, and it was like a multiplayer. Well, uh, it was a a game you could draw in VR and then film in mixed reality on your phone. And I kind of repurposed that same code base because I wanted to create a thing where you could have multiple VR players in the same space uh, and film it in augmented reality. And so I kind of worked on that and got that up and running and sort of like, you know, within the last six months, Oculus released their pass through API. So that was really, um, you know, good timing because now I have all of those things working together. So Saber City is a quest pass through game that uh, multiple players can play locally uh, and it's sort of like laser tag in a sense, but also with lightsabers um, <laughs> where you can have melee combat in the same local space. Um, and you can see each other, obviously, through pass-through in the real world. And then you can also film it on your iPhone. And so, but that's not all because you can also interact with the VR players from your iPhone. So it's sort of an asymmetrical game in that sense where yeah, the... Awesome. Yeah, so like... Uh, on the video here, uh, you can see, uh, well, it'll come up. There's a clip I have where the, the phone player is kind of controlling a drone that's yep. circling around the player with the uh, lightsaber. And um, so that's fun because, you know, it allows somebody who's sitting on the couch or just in the room who's not in a headset to, like, not only view what's going on, but also participate in the game. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I love so, how you're doing barrel rolls and rolling across the floor. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I awesome. know. <laughs> I saw somebody just uh, on Twitter, they just like were marketing some sort of a, like a helmet, <laughs> you know, <laughs> for, and I think that that's like gonna be more uh, probably relevant is like uh, gaming hardware that's like, you know, helmets, stuff that you can actually take a dive in or something like that and it's going to stay on your head um so um so yeah so like i'm i'm kickstarting this game and um uh, uh you know if anybody out there it's gotten really like positive feedback and responses as opposed to clips and whatnot on reddit and on twitter people seem to be excited about it um it's you know my vision for it is essentially like sort of like space pirate trainer but fully like mixed reality and asymmetrical with regard to having other platforms be able to be involved uh and play in the game and um you know my hope is to like build a local community around it in new york i'd love to have people here like kind of joining up and playing this thing in gyms or in parks and uh you know, like I'm excited for the phase of VR to come about where people are like meeting up in person. You know what I mean? Yeah, that that'd be great. Yeah. Remind me where you guys 
you guys are in Minnesota. So I live right on the border of Wisconsin, Minnesota. Um, okay. lives right on the border of South and North Carolina. <laughs> oh, okay. We're, apparently, we're border people. <laughs> <laughs> and and you guys know each other from college, or we're... actually, Wookie is my brother. Yeah. Oh, got it, got it, got it. He's been right. down south for a long time, though. So. It, we would take turns visiting each other, you know, every other year type thing until mm-hmm. COVID hit. We haven't seen each other for a couple of years, but um, oh. yeah, VR is the next best thing. Watching oh, movies, great. hanging out. So that's awesome. Yeah, that's um, that's great. I mean, uh, that's the reason why VR has sort of taken a leap forward here during the pandemic is that exact reason. People be able to connect with one another when they haven't been able to connect in person. Um, yeah. Yeah, so like uh I would I would think do you know people in your like kind of little your local area and whatever who are VR users or do you feel like you're like <laughs> the only guy in your kind of sphere of influence regionally? So, that, yeah. <laughs> it started out where I'm the only one and everyone that sees me outside of my quest on is like, what the hell is that? <laughs> yeah, right. But I'm slowly doing my part to where I'm like and again, COVID put a damper on this. We're like, just putting the headset on someone said, just shut up and look at this. And then they're like, holy shit. Right. Um, right. Like my previous spouse, um, I had her play Pistol Whip and within 10 minutes she bought a headset, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. That's so cool. it's, it's slowly growing and I'm doing mm-hmm. what I can because um, the Space Pirate Trainer guys, you mentioned they brought out their Battle Arena, which is a local shared space game. And sure. I'm dying to play that in person mm-hmm. with someone, but I have no one yet. So yeah, working on it. <laughs> have you talked to those guys? Not yet. Um, they actually way back, like before COVID happened, they were just about to release a beta and we were kind of talking about like, you got to come out and share that. And then COVID hit and they're like, we can't in good faith release this and ask people to be near each other. So kind of mm-hmm. put a damper on it, but I'll be reaching back out to them shortly <laughs> that's great that's very cool yeah they're really cool guys mm. like everybody yeah. else in vr it's so it's weird <laughs> like everyone's <Yeah>. just awesome <laughs> yeah it's funny i mean this really is kind of like the golden age because i feel like um the more you have you know foo fighters doing vr concerts <laughs> and uh it people like us uh <laughs> the small fish who were there in the beginning will kind of like be less and less visible but that's what's kind of cool about being there from the beginning is make connections with all these people before they become you know people that you wouldn't normally get access to i guess exactly yeah Yeah. um yeah so uh i do have a question um sure I'm, i'm hoping and assuming you have plans to bring the the phone app to android because it's just apple right now correct yeah, that's a good question. So I do. Um, I'm starting up with Apple or for, just for iPhones for two reasons. One is um, AR kit is just like, you know, which is what I'm using to create the uh, augmented reality on the phones is just superior currently than yeah. AR core. And that wasn't always the case. They were kind of neck and neck. And in fact, um, when things like occlusion and things like, um, you know, uh, certain spatial colliders and 
um, spatial meshing and stuff. When that first came out, it was AR Core that was actually better than AR Kit on on the Android. But um, now it's kind of reversed, and so I want to give people the best possible experience uh, right yeah. out of the gate. And so yeah, that's one forward. of the reasons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then secondly, you know, you've got the Oculus Cambria headset that is on the docket to come down the pike sometime in this year. And then you've also got, which is, you know, for the people that aren't aware, uh, is Oculus's mixed reality headset that is going to have pa color pass-through cameras. And um, then you've also got the Apple headset that is on the horizon. So yeah. my project I, is, you know, fantastic. Yeah, I'm excited about it and happy with it in its current form, but it's also a project that is going to be primed for these new platforms that emerge. And uh, with, you know, there's no Android heads. I mean, the Quest is the Android headset currently. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, um, that being said, like, I know there's half the world or more is our Android users. And so I'm really like shutting out a big bunch of people who uh, don't have iPhones if I don't uh, have an Android build. So the answer is yes. It's just I'm going to, you know, try and push the the iPhone version first. Makes sense. Yeah. Are you a iPhone user or Android user? Android. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And so, it's, it's yeah. bit me in the ass a couple of times considering VR things. <laughs> mm, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, in the end, you know, sooner or later, I, I think that I just heard that like Google was going to try and create a AR VR headset. I'm sure that everybody, every company is going to have their version sooner yeah. or later. But um, uh, so I'm guessing that their AR core system is going to be more robust in the near future. Um, so that's exciting to think about. Yeah. Uh, um, so, um, yeah, do you guys have any uh, other upcoming guests and whatnot that you're particularly excited about well um so we just talked to the beanstalker group yesterday actually um and we've been talking to them since december again right when we're like oh we can't do the show in vr anymore shit uh -huh. um so we just want to make sure and that went really well we had an, a slight echo in the audio which we fixed this morning thank god mm. um so we just want to make sure we were solid before we start inviting people because um before Spaceship kind of shared the news with us, I was I had booked out through March back in like November. Oh wow! So I had to like contact all these people. Like, sorry, I'm an asshole, but we have to postpone. Mm. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. so I don't want to do that again. So I just want to make damn sure that uh, everything's working, and so far so good. Little mm. tweaks, thing things here and there, but we're good. Um, cool. So right now we only have um, one guest set up for next Saturday, and that's um, Ashwin VR. They're the makers of District M. Mm. Um, after that, um, I have some tentative guests planned, uh, nothing solid yet. I just, like I said, want to make sure everything's good, but that was the nice thing during our kind of hiatus. Like I just had people constantly like, Hey, can we join you on your show and do this? I'm like, yes, just, I'm not sure when yet. <laughs> so mm, that's awesome. yeah, hopefully it will, mm. it won't take much to get everything scheduled. And that was yeah. kind of the fun thing with, um, I say fun, but I, I'm sarcastic with spatial ape. Like you, 
they're like, hey, I have a Kickstarter. What can we do? Um, and it's kind of like, you know, like a time limit type thing. And then Spatial Ape, it was really hard to like, okay, guys, we want to do like three episodes this week where now we have full control. So it'll yeah. be easy where we can just hop in, throw videos and assets in and, and take off. So that'll awesome. help. So in the past, I was kind of scheduling like a month and a half out, which we had many weeks where we had three guests just because of like Kickstarter things. It's like, I'm trying to find the happy balance to, to make sure we can help everyone out and spread the word, but not have to be that, like we'll be in the headset all week long type of thing. Right. Yeah. That makes so. sense. Yeah. That's cool. Um, b building a community and being able to kind of like plan and structure your streams in that way is, is, uh, yeah. exciting. Um, yeah, that's actually and, one of the, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I just want to say ahead. we mentioned bringing in like your assets, like a shield and a saber or something. Mm -hmm. and my original goal, even back in Spatial Ape, I wanted a little toy box where you can just walk over and take past guest um, assets out. Because mm -hmm. like you might come over here and grab like the shotgun the Beanstalkers guys had and be like, hey, what's this? And then That'd we can fun. say, hey, that's from that. And then you just get more exposure and people are watching the video or hopefully like, that looks really freaking cool. I want to see that type of thing. Mm. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's really cool. Yeah. No, that's, that's a great vision. Um, I, uh, yeah, you guys can have, and, and even like kind of like a, like trophy case would get, or just like featuring like a bunch of like, if one of these games blows up and you've got like, you know, one of these cool assets, that'd be pretty neat. Yeah. We um, also, um, like a game like Demio, we've had them on the podcast many times. Um, when they have a new map coming out, we could very easily pick the parts out of here we want and do the show from inside their new map before it releases and just showcase it. Like, hmm. that's my, that'd be so awesome. That's my goal for that. Wow. Man, that's a cool vision. That's a really cool vision. Yeah, I um, I one of the things that I want to try and do with Saber City is try and set it up so that I can stream uh in a more plug and play sort of way because that's one of the things that I'm I'm looking forward to and I feel like I haven't uh, been able to I haven't seen a whole lot of is people streaming in AR. Um, mm -hmm. You know, you get plenty of like AR clips of people using face filters or using full body tracking in like Spark AR or in Snapchat or something like that. But to be able to have streaming locally multiplayer AR, uh, like a show that's like kind of in the real world, but with a, a you know, graphics superimposed, that'd yeah. be super neat. And uh, is one of the things I'm excited about in terms of like, you know, since we're on the subject of like streaming. So, um, but, um, but yeah, but like um, having that sense in which you can connect your world to other people's worlds is a, a really neat yeah. uh, vision. Where and, do you get these and, uh, justice? Uh, models is that one of the uh <laughs> assets you got from the person who provided the, the rest of the set nope we had those custom built um oh. 
again, uh, I know his name, but he probably doesn't want me to give that out. And I can't remember his Twitter, Twitter handle. But yeah, sure. he custom built those for us. And um, yeah, they look really cool. <laughs> That's awesome. Anyone watching the video, they're out of shot, but you'll see them as time goes on. We have mm-hmm. plans for camera movements and stuff like that. But uh, yeah. Forgive me, where, where are we streaming to right now? Um, VR Verdict we... on YouTube and oh, VR Verdict okay. on Facebook. Cool. Where Where do you get your most, um like, do more people watch on YouTube or on Facebook? That's an interesting question because I'm not, like, a big stats person, like, but I do just check them to kind of see what worked and what didn't. Yeah. And it's it's always, it kind of seems like it's dependent on the guest, which mm-hmm. one gets more views. Huh. Overall, I'd say YouTube probably does right now. Um, okay. I do want to, uh, I'm going to end up streaming to Twitch. I just, I use Streamlabs for all that. And it's for mm-hmm. some reason, it's like an extra $20 a month to go to Twitch. So it's like, okay. <laughs> Oh, really? Extra $20? Yeah. yeah, just for that. Like, Facebook and YouTube are free, and Twitch is oh. 20 bucks. I, I don't understand it, but... <laughs> oh. Um, do you stream to, like, the Facebook gaming uh, thing, or is it just, like, straight up to, like, a, a page? Uh, it's the gaming thing. We have a, yeah, it's weird. We have It's it's in the gaming, but we have our, our page, because we also have, like, our normal Facebook podcast page. So it's very confusing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I yeah, wish like they'd that, clean that up a little bit. Me too. I actually I mean I feel like YouTube um had a little bit of like a confusing uh kind of like divide between those things too, but I don't notice it that much anymore where like there was like a different category or a different set of like settings and stuff and, and pages for like live streams versus their versus yeah. <laughs> videos and but i don't feel like that's the case as much anymore um, yeah, it's mostly streamlined on their end yeah but but the facebook thing is like i don't even know what's going on i yeah i can't and figure out yeah speaking of facebook and you know oculus and streaming it's i don't know why streaming sucks so bad on, on quest because <laughs> on pc it's so easy Quest is just such a pain in the ass. You think they would put a little more time and effort into that? Well, um, I think that they, pro- you know, that their whole ethos is to have everything within the walled garden of their, you know, ecosystem. And, you know, I mean, it kind of makes sense because they've invested so much money. I mean, you know, everybody who's familiar with what they've been doing, I mean, is it's breathtaking to behold the amount of resources that they've dumped into all this. Like, uh, I'm sure that, uh, I don't know what your opinions were of that, like $200 billion drop in value or something that they had. Like, um, (laughs) you, I'm sure you saw that, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, um, they're betting the farm on all this stuff. And so the the fact that they would want, total control over it all it makes sense but then it also means that they're slower to roll out certain things that seem like they would be um a no-brainer for other people uh 
you know, like I um and 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 what's also strange is that they will kind of like tease the release of some features, and then you won't hear about it for another yeah. year <laughs> or eight months or something. And that's um, I don't get too frustrated by it because as a developer who's trying to like attract people with the novelty of certain like new things that other people haven't thought of. I wish that the industry would slow down so people, so I can catch my breath and don't have to work. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, but so hard. But um, I think that for the users who are expectant of these features that seem like that they are, you know, they're, they're expecting them, um, I can imagine that that's really frustrating. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you, I, I, on the same subject, like, not, and this sounds like I'm complaining, I'm not really, but like, uh, the way in which the Oculus like SDK for Unity uh, is updated is like uh, so crazy um, because you know like Saber City I was uh, with regard to the pass through integration to pass through which I guess I've had it had the pass through feature in the game now for maybe about six months they. Uh, released it initially and um, I was able to get it running. And then like a month later, they updated the SDK and the whole game broke for like a month. And they didn't release yeah. a new version that had fixed the problem for a month. And so it was partially like me, I was like, well, on the one hand, I guess this means that I'm on the cutting edge because if a whole, <laughs> if, it, if it broke the SDK for everybody, then, uh, there'd be so many people pissed off that they would have to fix it immediately. But yeah. they, um, it took them a month. And so it just kind of like forecasts this world where you're constantly dependent on these SDK updates that may or may not totally break your game. It's like <laughs> kind of crazy. Yeah, that's... Yeah, I heard a, lot, a couple of developers talking about when pass through was coming out. Like they were just ready, like we're going to be the first. And there was a couple of them that were, but it's just yeah. you're right, being on the cutting edge, like um, being able to like keep up and catch your breath, like you were saying, is I like if they bring out a new headset every year, I I'm just shocked at like what devs can do and how quickly they can act on things. And but on the back end of that, it's like couple of the guys I know, it's like, yeah, I work 18 hours a day on this thing, and that's that's what I do, and that's how I have to do it. And it's like, holy crap. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, what do you, like, um, in terms of, like, people that you're in touch with and guests on the show and stuff, what percentage of them are people that are indie, like, solo devs or, like, working with one other person or something? Versus people that are working for like gaming companies. Um, for us, it's it's about maybe a little, maybe sixty forty indie versus like multi, like big company style. Mm -hmm. Um, depends. Like, like I would say half of the indie that we talk to is like single dev, which okay. is always crazy <laughs> yeah. to me. Where they're, you know, they do the graphic design. They they create the assets, they do the sound, they like, they do everything. It's just like, you freaking amazing. Like yourself mm -hmm. just handling all of it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. But like I mentioned, you know, we have the dev round table and there's a group of five devs that are normally involved. 
each of their stories are like totally different. Like one guy solely does everything. One guy has like a team of five. One guy has like 50 people. And it's just interesting to hear like all the differences that happen with those mm. different setups and how quickly they can do things. And That's cool. That dev roundtable sounds pretty neat. If you ever have somebody drop out for a session, let me know. That'd be fun so to be a part of. We, we invite anyone like, Right now in our new space, we haven't, mm -hmm. we're not set up to let people just join the audience like we were doing in Spatial Ape, but we're working mm -hmm. on it. Um, we would invite gamers, devs, streamers, and, you know, try to initiate conversation. Like, again, like I said, gamers that um, don't understand how things work and just want, want, want. It's like, come ask these guys some questions and hear their side of it. And, uh, but yeah, yeah any, anyone listening is free to join to shoot me a message and we'll, we'll get you in. And we just have a good conversation about all, all kinds of things uh, from the life of a dev. That's cool. Um, yeah. Of the solo devs that, you know, are, is, are any of them like making a living off of what they're doing or not, <laughs> not really. So it, again, it's kind of a, a weird split with that because Yes, there are some people like that, but then they'll also kind of do like side work, like they'll do like design or like create assets for other companies while they're working on their game. Mm -hmm. um, otherwise, yeah, they're just like we had a couple people. We've heard it a couple of times. Like you guys are the first people I've talked to in six months. Like literally, it's like holy shit! Wow, <laughs> you should. You should come back more often than if that's the case, because that's not yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, right. I'm an introvert, yeah. but that's insane. But you yeah, know, it's, yeah. I was going to say it's it's a mixed bag. It's That's why we just like to hear the stories and talk to people, because they're all so different. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, I would really benefit from, I mean, you know, we in here in New York, before the pandemic, we had a really wonderful uh xr community developer community that was meeting up in person regularly and it was really awesome uh the kind of core group that i was a part of um there were people that worked for norm for actually you know the core group of of developers who well max who owns normal vr and then some of the nice. guys who worked on like half and half and whatever were awesome. some of my friends and they kind of created the xr community in new york um and then uh there were you know like guys that went on to work for uh for tiktok now their ar division and guys who work for oculus and guys who um are doing other things and so madison square garden i don't know <clears throat> if you've ever heard of this but like madison square garden you know, it's obviously the big arena in New York City, but then they also are a company that does like uh, properties in Vegas and different places. And they are creating these domes that, and I actually was uh, applied for a job and uh, ended up getting interviewed for a job to work on this thing called the Sphere, which is like a giant uh, planetarium, but like stadium sized planetarium type thing that ha is going to have like spatially mapped v uh, you know ar uh visuals mapped on this giant dome and then there's also going to be all of these other like xr features 
happening within the stadium. So it's kind of like a giant VR arena. And wow. so some of the people that I know were like, I've been working on that. And so there's all this exciting stuff happening. But um, since the pandemic, like I, I never see these people anymore. So the opportunity to meet up in VR with developers and have a conversation about like, oh, what are you doing? What are you up to? Like, that's really, really cool. Yeah. That was kind of funny because that kind of just happened on Twitter. They're like, we had out of the five of the devs, um, we've had all of them but one on, like just as a normal episode on our show. Mm-hmm. So we were just all friends on Twitter and they were just talking about stuff. One was like, we should have somewhere we could talk about this. And they're like, what about VR Verdict? I'm like, come on in. Oh, <laughs> so, that's cool. It's just so weird, like organically happened and we just kind of have fun with it. So, but yeah, that's, that's awesome. they help each other. Like, how do you do this? Oh, that's a good idea. I never even thought like all that kind of stuff. It's, it's mm-hmm. crazy to see. It's really neat. That's neat. That's really cool. Um, Cool, man. Um, well, you know, it's uh, I, I am thrilled to be able to, to come on VR Verdict. And, uh, you know, for anybody out there, uh, again, if you want to help Saber City become a full-fledged uh, thing, please uh, follow the Kickstarter. You can just search for Saber City on Kickstarter uh, or look it up the on Twitter. links in the show notes yeah. for everything, awesome. too. Awesome. Yeah. Like they, uh, that, th- thanks for doing that. And, and, and yeah, like, um, I'll be excited to update you guys on how the game, uh, is, uh, how, how the game is developed. Like next time I come on and chat, maybe, yeah. uh, sometime in the not too distant future here. It would be really neat if the next time Wookie and I are able to visit, we can fire this up and attack each other. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> That'd um, be great. When when does the Kickstarter end? Because I like I, we were talking about it's kind of soon. So just everyone, there's an urgency to this. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah, it it ends like I think the second week of March. So if everybody okay. can uh, join in and participate and help, that would be fantastic. Yeah, looks right. like a lot of fun. Yeah, like a lot of stories from Wookie and my childhood is playing like split screen street fighter and just beating on each other in real life, you know, mm-hmm. whoever won or lost. So this is right up our alley. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I like, uh, once the engineering part of it is, is, uh, kind of locked in a little bit more, you know, the, the most fun thing is to work on all the, the game, uh, the attack mechanics and defense mechanics and all that stuff too. So, um, the, all of the multiplayer networking and augmented reality type, or, or mixed reality capture and all this stuff have been the engine in the car, but I'm 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 getting to the point where I'm putting more energy into working on the actual chassis or not the chassis, but the like the, the body of the car and the details sure. and all these things, and that's the stuff that really makes it shine. So uh, I'm looking forward to sharing that with you guys soon. Yeah, I can't wait to see where it goes. It already looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, again, like. People like yourself just amaze me. Like you're doing pretty much every part of this, you know, developing this game from developing to, you know, creating and doing the art style and all that stuff. Like, I don't know how many hats you wear, but (laughs) it's a lot. 
Yeah, it is. In addition to uh, doing the, uh, the the work I do, kind of just professionally, um, but uh, it's uh, you know it's fun. It's a, it's a, it's a lot of fun, and I think that um, increasingly there's opportunities to uh, you know share your game with people in such a way that allows it to be kind of a reward for all the different hats that you wear. <laughs> um, or helmets yeah. in our in this case. <laughs> or helmets. That's right. Yep. <laughs> yeah, well, thanks for your time, man. Thanks for joining us and sharing this with us. I can't wait to try it and have fun yeah. with it. Thanks for having me on. It's great talking to you as always, and I'll look forward to the next time. Awesome. Cool.